Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Good morning. It is 546 in Carbondale, Illinois. I'm having a really good morning this morning, sipping on my coffee as usual. And I want to talk to you today about greener grasses. You know, sometimes the grass is greener on the other side, and that's what we're going to talk about. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this series that we're doing, the importance of a decade. And I just ask that you would help me to uh, just remember rightly the transition time from a few years back and how much better it was when you put us in our new spot where we are now. And then help me encourage these, these men to pray through and make the wisest decisions they possibly can about the places that they go. And I trust, Holy Spirit, that you're going to lead. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So here we are. It's year nine in pastoral ministry. I'm working through these ten years in the importance of a decade. And I'm sure that you have heard the statement before, the grass is not greener on the other side. Hey, why don't you just grow where you're planted? You've heard this, right? Don't get antsy. Don't look to leave. Stay where you're at. Grow where you're planted. The grass is not greener on the other side. And we all get what people are saying in that, that ministry is hard wherever you go. Life has its difficulties and challenges in every place. And all those things are absolutely true. You know, when we say the grass isn't greener on the other side, we're acknowledging that there isn't a place in this earth or a position in ministry that's just all easy all the time. And that's really true. But let me just tell you this. Sometimes the grass really is greener on the other side. It really is. Sometimes it's better in another place. So like there are more healthy churches and less healthy churches. They are better and worse positions for you than you are in right now. And every church, yes, is difficult. Anywhere you go is going to be hard and going to come with challenges. But my goodness, there are some way better and healthier churches and way worse and unhealthier churches in this world. I mean, there, there are churches that have completely abandoned the authority of the Bible, and then there are churches who believe and stand on the authority of the Bible. Therefore, one church is going to be healthier, and another church is going to be unhealthier. Now, I had a friend of mine one time, and I was looking into, you know, I put my resume out and was looking into this one church in particular in this area. And here's what my pastor friend told me. My pastor Russ said, hey, Jared, here's the deal. You can't pastor goats. You can only pastor sheep. And what he was saying is that there was a majority of that quote-unquote church that was unregenerate people, and you just simply can't shepherd them. You can't shepherd people who live life their way and don't believe that God has spoken. You just can't shepherd them. And so his warning was heeded, and I, if I would have went there, it would have been miserable. It would have been really, really terrible. So you don't really have to stay where you are. If you're in an unhealthy situation, an unhealthy church, you don't have to. You just don't have to. And so what are some ways that we can know? What are some criteria? And I talked a little bit about this last week, about moving out when I, I talked about suffering and shepherding. And I just want to give five criteria of knowing whether or not it's time for you to leave or to look for some greener grass, grasses somewhere else. 
And so let me just go through these five, and then I want to tell you about how God brought me into a situation where we're currently at, where we've been the last three years, that's just so much more healthy than where we were the three years prior. So criteria number one for knowing whether or not to look for another ministry position or to go to another church. Number one, does the church believe in the authority of the word? This is crucial. If the church does not believe in the authority of the word, you have no ground to stand on. With any situation you approach, with any gossip that you try to uh, that you try to engage with, or any minor church discipline that you try to approach, it will not be received well because there are a group of people, these group of people, if this church doesn't believe in the authority word, they're not going to respond. They're going to only think they're being bullied. So number one, if you're in a church that doesn't believe in the authority of the word, and you'll have to really pray through this to know if that's true or not, then you can't get anywhere. You, you probably need to look and go somewhere else. Number two, if you don't have at least some good support within the church that can help you, it's probably time to leave. Now, the interesting thing is in the church I was at before, I had some guys that actually did have my back. Two men in particular that really stuck their neck out for me. And they're incredible men. I'm forever grateful for those men. One of those men are at our church currently. And, and he is just, I mean, I just am so thankful for him. But if you don't have some good support within the church, if you're just alone and you're there and you feel like, I mean, God could work a miracle. God can do things that we don't expect him to do. Certainly he's God. He can do anything he wants to do. But if you don't have at least some support, you're eventually going to drown. And that's just the reality of it. Most, most likely, you're just going to get suffocated. So it's okay to put a resume out and to look. Number three, if you're hating your position, you just don't have to stay. If you're hating every time you walk through the doors of the building or every situation that you're in at this particular church, you really need to evaluate a few things. It could be that you're not called to ministry and you just need to get out completely. Or it could be you're just in a really bad position. It's just you're just it's just not a good position for you. And you need to look at a different position. It may be that you're an associate pastor, it may be that you're a lead pastor, or and you just need to be a lay a good lay pastor somewhere. Or it may be you're a youth pastor somewhere and you're just hating it. Well, you don't have to stay. You just don't have to stay. Number four, if your family is hurting, then you need to consider also leaving and going somewhere else that's more healthy. In my situation, my wife was lied to on multiple occasions. It wasn't just that I was mistreated. It was that my wife was mistreated. And I did not want her to be in a situation where she was looked at by supposed leader in the church, leaders in the church, the pastor in the church, looked at straight eye to eye and lied to. That's just unacceptable. It was time for us to go. And then the fifth criteria, if you wouldn't be there if it was not your job, then it's probably not a good thing that your family you're raising your family there, or that you and your wife are there, or that you're there if you're a single man. If the only reason you're there is for a paycheck, then you need to check your, uh, just, I mean, your basic integrity. I mean, what are you there for? Are you there just to have money? And that's not a good thing. If you are out and talking to people about Jesus and don't feel comfortable inviting him to your fellowship, then that's, I tell you, that's not a win. So the biggest thing in all these, with all these five criteria, is you really need to be praying. Because it may be that God wants you to buckle down there, and you do need to say, stay there just a little bit longer. Or it may be, because of these five, five criteria, it may just be time to go. So you're going to have to pray and trust that God's going to lead you in this. And then I want to tell you about greener pastures, what ended up happening with me. But first, I want to tell you about the Shepherd's Crook Intensive again. 
the Shepherd's Crook Intensive is coming up in May, May 14th to the 16th. Ten men are going to go to Current River, Missouri and learn about pastoral ministry and have a lot of fun doing it. It's going to include two float trips down the river. It's going to include food and lodging costs. It's all included, and it's only $175. Yes, you can go to good conferences, and those things are wonderful. This is a unique experience where you come and learn with guys that you'll hopefully uh, stay in contact with forever, and you'll learn at a really cool place about pastoral ministry, answering two huge questions. Who is a pastor, and what does a pastor do? And I want to give four sessions to you that I think can change the trajectory of your ministry because it's biblical. It's just it's biblical. When you understand biblical shepherding and your identity who, who you are, and more importantly, who God is, then things begin to just fall in line. Even though circumstances may stay chaotic and crazy, you at least have a vision for what biblical shepherding is, and that's what I, I want. I want you to know who you are as a man, and more importantly, who God is, and I want you to know what your role is as a shepherd. So look at the shepherdscrook.co backslash intensive, look at everything that's included in the intensive, and then please register and pay today. And now back to the show. So now here we are. I remember the day vividly, September the 15th of 2015. God just turned on a light bulb in my mind and flipped a switch. And the whole planting thing came off the table and we began to talk. I had a co-pastor and then another pastor jumped on board who had been to Southern Seminary and had been pastoring for several years. And we had this pastoral team from the beginning to plant a church with. And we had a church. The pastor told me that we could talk to our small group, and we could invite anybody to come and be a part of our church that we wanted. And so we needed a sending church, and we needed assessment, and we needed money and all that kind of stuff. And so that process began. My wife and I went to assessments with Illinois Baptist, and then we went to assessments with Sojourn Network. And before we knew it, within just a couple months, we had the funding and the people and a free location to meet. God provided literally everything. From September the 15th to January 24th, we were assessed. We raised money for two families to be supported. We had a team, and we launched and started gathering regularly on January the 24th of 2016. That quick. It was just unbelievable. And let me just tell you, it was a better situation for us than the situation we were in before. God was so faithful, and we were having so much fun. It was simply better. It was simply better. The grass was greener on the other side. We were having fun. We could do what God was calling us to do. We could address sin in the ways we needed to address sin. It was a church full of really healthy people who were eager for the word and wanted to just get in there and feed on it, that loved the gospel of Jesus, loved the grace of God. Yes, there were hard situations, but man, God has been so faithful, and it's been a ton of fun. It's just just been better. Maybe that's the case with you. Maybe you need to buckle down, or maybe God's sending you out and just saying, hey, listen, don't you don't need to be miserable. Go find a better place. And that's where I, I want to encourage you to look. If, if it's a terrible situation, it's not wrong to jump on job boards and to, to talk to some of your networking buddies and praying through, God, where would you have me go that's just a better place for my family and better place for me? And that's I, I hope you find that place. And then, by the grace of God, stay there for the next 40 years. That's the hope that Jordan and I have. So this was year nine. The big lesson was sometimes the grass is greener on the other side. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.